1: 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au.
0: As we do on a Thursday, great to be able to catch up with the salt shakers and some of those issues that are in fact shaping the way we think about life here in Australia. Jenny Stokes is back with us from Salt Shakers. Jenny we often talk about issues to do with homosexuality the homosexual lobby uh, Christian responses to what's happening where there appears to be something of an attack that comes against those traditional values that uh, that Christians often uh, will talk about. Uh, It it is at a point isn't it in Australian society where it's sort of skipping over the uh, the barriers from talking about it by way of policy and legislation and governments and regulations into real life situations.
1: Well that's right Neil and uh, and certainly we've seen that increasingly in other countries around the world we'll often hear about you know people who maybe run a florist company or make cakes for weddings and they're being forced to uh, make cakes for a same-sex wedding, which they've said, look, we're happy to sell you a cake for any other reason, but we don't want to be seen to endorse that. And and some of these people are being taken to courts. We've got court cases happening there. We've seen that happening in England as well, with some of the bed and breakfast owners where they weren't allowed and they to offer. Um, You know, a double bed to a married couple, a heterosexual married couple, but not to a homosexual couple. And we've seen people being taken to court over that. Um, And certainly we're seeing some of that increasingly in Australia as well. So, you know, I think uh, these things are happening. And it's interesting with a couple of cases this week that we're going to talk about. It's moving from what it what might be, you know, we change the laws for discrimination, we'll t- you know, change a law for same-sex marriage or relationship registers or whatever else. We're moving from that sort of thing into what is actually happening within society and even in the business community as to what is expected that if you express views in a particular way or on a particular issue, if they're not seen to be the politically correct view on homosexuality, for instance, then you're in big trouble.
0: And of course, one of those prominent cases that you're talking about involved the C. CEO of the Mozilla Company and his name, Brendan Icke, and of course made a donation uh, in his own private time with his own private funds uh, to a pro-marriage between a man and a woman organisation or towards uh, that sort of campaign. And of course he's bearing the consequences of of almost what you'd call thought police who are policing the way you can think about uh, these issues of marriage.
1: Well, that's that's right, Neil, and he was just appointed only a couple of weeks ago as the chair of Mozilla, and Mozilla actually has the Firefox internet browser, which people may be familiar with, and he was appointed the CEO, and he was one of the founders of the organisation, has long been involved um, as the chief technology officer, so very involved in the company. And yes, this was a personal donation. And it's interesting that we're taking something that happened in 2008, which is six years ago, and taking it to the current political debate and that's been done by homosexual activists and homosexuals within the company expressing concern about his appointment as the CEO. And he was saying, you know, I'm prepared to you know, honour the uh, commitments within the company of, you know, uh, support and, uh, you know, particular rights for homosexuals. Um, You know, all of that is, you know, absolutely what he was uh, committing to do. But it was this personal view that he hadn't expressed in a work situation, and uh, he's being criticised for. So, it, it, and we have to remember that back in 2008, and one of the articles that I, I read and reported on this week, had actually noted that President Obama was actually running for president on a on a, a campaign, on an election platform that said he didn't support marriage for homosexuals. Now, the only difference is that he's changed his mind. He's now supporting that. But, but certainly at the time, uh, at the highest levels of politics, uh, we had... Uh, Barack Obama, running for president, um, saying he didn't support marriage for homosexuals. But, uh, you know, it, it's sort of like, you know, we're looking back back at things that happened six years ago, and um, these homosexual activists and so on are expecting that people will now be supportive of it because... That's the way the society seems to be moving.
0: This change is a change of mindset which seems to have swept around the world. And these days, if you hold a pro-marriage between a man and a woman stance, uh, you're almost glared upon because uh, somehow or other that's seen to be not normal Uh, in fact uh, normal these days appears to be that you need to support uh, this other uh, form of marriage same-sex marriage and there's this mindset shift is what I'm interested in talking to you about Uh, the mindset shift means that Christians who actually do support a marriage between one man and one woman need to be prepared now to be able to have a sound answer as to why they actually support marriage between a man and a woman.
1: Well, that's, that's right, Neil, and it is important to be able to discuss and to debate the issues that we can't just avoid the issue because it's like, oh, I don't want to be involved in politics or I don't really want to talk about that because it's too difficult. You know, as, as Christians who follow a biblical position, we actually need to be discussing that because there's an increasing number of people, even within the church, who are actually saying, well, we should support same-sex marriage, we should recognize homosexuals and so on, there's... Um, you know, one of the denominations in Melbourne has, you know, 10 list, you know, on a list of website, uh, websites of gay-friendly churches, if you like. I don't like the word, but there are 10 of these churches actually listed, and that's actually the Baptist Church in Melbourne. Eight, eight to 10 churches are listed as fully welcoming of homosexuals in same-sex relationships. And so there's a big shift, even within what we see as mainstream denominations, um to to this acceptance so you will find you know as as people are talking to to their friends even to friends within the church that there is actually a shift going on within churches to think well you know we should just be accepting and loving and be unified, and uh, that word unity was was another factor in one of the other big cases this week.
0: Well, the other big case I guess you're referring to is that case with World Vision in the USA, and uh, they had issues with their employment policy there, and uh, a lot of uh, Christian, uh, biblical-based believers uh, said, no, that's not acceptable, and they've had a backflip on that. But then a lot of people have said, what's the circumstance in Australia's World Vision, and And uh, you've been doing some research along those lines too.
1: Well, that's right. And certainly what happened in the US is that the board of the World Vision USA, and apparently it wasn't unanimous, but they decided that they would actually change their employment conditions to allow uh, Christians who are in a same-sex marriage to be employed by World Vision. Now, um, World Vision America is slightly different. Here they only employ Christians, whereas in Australia they employ non-Christians. But they had a lifestyle code, as well for their employees that in relation to sexuality that they either had to be abstinent before outside of marriage or faithful within a heterosexual marriage that was their condition so they changed that to say well now we'll accept um christians because that's who they employ in a same-sex marriage and uh, and certainly a lot of the conservative organizations so that uh, churches that have supported them uh, we had a number of people from like the Southern Baptists and the Assemblies of God all spoke out about that, saying, you know, this is not acceptable in evangelical Christian circles to to actually say that, well, basically we're supporting same-sex marriage. What really happened, of course, is that they were saying, oh, well, because we have people who are employed from 50 different denominations, then some of those denominations have married people even within their own churches because they've changed their position on same-sex marriage. That we're not saying anything about it. We're just being united and we can... um, This is a a point of Christian unity, they were claiming. Well, of course, they've got such a big backlash from that that within a couple of days they actually withdrew the position they changed it and said no we actually aren't going to pursue that we, everybody has to be only in a heterosexual marriage
0: and all honor to world vision in the usa for listening to people who are supporters who raised their concerns and said no there is a biblical position we need to hold to and they did do that backflip. there is an issue here which really to open a can of worms Uh, opens up all of those uh, institutional uh, Christian-based elements of our own society here in Australia. And when I say that, I'm talking about schools, uh, because there are so many Christian schools or Christian-based schools, we're talking about hospitals, we're talking about aged care, we're talking about all sorts of uh, welfare arms that really were founded by the church and somehow or other have grown to be so big that they're almost seen as secular or government-supported uh, 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 organisations. Uh, there is a sense here, isn't there, that, that everyone's employment uh, policies come under some scrutiny when these sorts of issues about marriage are raised.
1: Well, well, that's right. And certainly, what happened in Victoria during the last Labor government is that the Labor government actually changed the um, discrimination law, and they changed the employment rule in there and removed the right for religious organisations, apart from the church, for religious organisations to actually. Um, exempt have an exemption and they removed that right so that church schools for instance and other christian uh, based organizations were that that right to say like i didn't want to employ somebody based on their sexual orientation was removed Now, when the liberal government came in here in victoria that was one of the things they did quite early on is to remove that because it really was an imposition on religious organizations to not be able to choose people either based on their faith or on you know things like sexual orientation and marital status, which are really important to Christian organisations. So that was has been a big issue that we've dealt with here in Victoria. So what happened in in a, in the other organisation here that we're talking about with World Vision, World Vision Australia, uh, was immediately contacted by a lot of people. Some people uh, removed their sponsorship, as they did in America. I think I understand that like ten thousand people removed their sponsorship in those first couple of days, and. So that caused huge problems for the group and led partly, I think, to them changing their policy back. But in, Victor- in Victoria, uh, where World Vision is located, they actually, people started asking questions on their Facebook. And I've done that quite a long post detailing all the things that happened. But basically, people started saying, well, what's your position? So the first question that asked, it was like, well, here's our position. We don't discriminate on sexual orientation. We don't ask about it. And we don't have a lifestyle code of conduct for any of our employees. Because some of their employees are non-Christian, and some of the senior positions I understand have to be Christian, but a lot of their employees aren't Christian. So they said, "Well, we don't, we just don't discriminate on this." Yeah. And of course, that didn't satisfy that person. But at the same time, we had a homosexual activist come onto their Facebook page, started asking questions, asking more questions. Where's your policy, world vision? And at the end of that day, you know, day of him asking questions, and he also said, look, I know others are asking the same questions. So it was a bit of a campaign from the homosexuals. Uh, World Vision had posted all of these extra questions on their careers page saying they didn't discriminate. They didn't ask about sexual orientation. They didn't have a lifestyle code for employees. All of that was And they're quite different to the U.S. um, branch of World Vision. So all of that was out there plain to see. And then... Uh, they they provided a statement to the homosexual press in Sydney um, from Tim Costello actually saying, look, we don't have a position on this. We employ, um, we don't discriminate on sexual orientation grounds and so on. And then last Friday, they've actually put up a press release on their website, similarly worded saying, we don't discriminate, you know, no questions about sexual orientation at all. So I think what I did, did in my report this week is to say, well, this is actually the situation. You know, I'm not I think people, I think Christians deserve to know some of these things. They deserve to know where organisations that people will have considered as being Christian organisations, where they've actually gone to on some of these issues
0: and I'll point people to the salt shakers website where you can get some more detail about the sorts of things we've been talking about today it's uh, saltshakers.org.au Jenny Stokes always good talking through these issues and while it's very difficult to negotiate your way through and to find a position of course uh, we always encourage people to take a biblical position on what they uh, take as being truth and what is being right and uh, and I'll we'll point people to your website so that they can look at the, some of the things some of the issues that you're raising and uh, be able to come to their own position on that from a biblical basis. Uh, Jenny, great having you with us today on 2020, and we'll talk again soon.
1: Thanks a lot, Neil. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.